This is Plus Money Golf on the Patriot Sports Network. A golf betting podcast that's better than most. What he said. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most. And now, here are your hosts, Adam, Smitty, and Eric. Good afternoon. Welcome to Plus Money Golf Express on the Patriot Sports Network. We had some technical difficulties. Smitty got booted, but we are going to get his picks to you, and we are going to do a show. We are not going to leave you hanging. Adam is here with me. My name is Eric. I'm your host. You already know that. We had a bit of a rough one at the 3M, but we almost came back to even, thanks to Calm Terran. So shout out that guy, whoever he is. Seemed like the universe was plotting against us a little bit. I think that's what it was, an act of God, essentially. Knocked our picks out of whack. Regardless, today is a new day with a new event on the immediate horizon. Endless opportunities for redemption and profit. Adam, how bad was it? I think I lost $18. I can stand it. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Uh, I mean, Calentarum, top 10, top 20, and Grillo, a top 10 with a T2. Uh, So, yeah, we didn't do terrible. The weather killed a lot of our guys that got hot on Saturday and then caught in a rain delay. So, we still ended up, you know, I mean, we lost 15, 20 bucks, depending on who you picked. But um, like we said, you make all the money on the top 10s and 20s. So it's uh, <clears throat> if you just bet those, you ended up pretty well. But yeah, it's not a not a bad week, but, you know, we're bound to have an off week. Uh, but we've killed it every other week. So if you're betting with us, you're still way up. So, yeah, yeah, I think you can handle a little uh 85 coming back on a hundred dollars in wagers that's what i it took me a couple shows to figure out this top 10 top 20 stuff i was going after all those big numbers but now that i'm doing the top 10s and 20s that's like the the top 10 and top 20 saved my ass completely this week yeah it's like playing the field bet you know like the the field bets at on the craps table you know just a nickel and dime it there you're not going to go broke taking a profit with these 10s and 20s so what do we got this week? We got the Rocket Mortgage Classic at the Detroit Golf Club, a Donald Ross design. It's been around since, what, 1889? The clubhouse yeah, was designed in 1916? This place is old. Yeah, it's an old, just classic golf course. Flattest course on tour. A um, little bit of water, but good strategic bunkering. Donald Ross course, not many trees. Kind of wide open. You could... Looks from the pictures, you could blow it a couple fairways over on some holes. So I would see some of the guys taking advantage of dog legs by maybe just blowing it into the other fairway and trying to make their birds from there. But yeah, it's the courses without trees and strategic bunkering. We might, you know, it's 7,300. So this could be like the bomber's paradise type of situation. So that was kind of my first impression when I looked. I said, there's no trees on this course, hardly. So you're saying that's a strategy guys employ. They'll hit it onto the fairway, the hole next to the one they're playing because they'll get a better angle at the green from there? Yeah. I mean, we saw that a few weeks ago where guys, um, what was that? Uh, guys were playing it like to the other fairway and over. I think Kisner did and um, a couple other guys. But yeah, it was pretty cool. Like they were just taking completely different lines just to get a shorter angle at the hole. So it's a good strategy. If it works, I mean, you can do it. You can get away with it. I've seen it done. I've done it myself. So, but there's not a lot of trees. They're not going to be 
you know, trying to hit punch shots. It looked like the trees that they left were kind of in strategic locations. So um, it could be good, but, you know, usually the Don Ross bunkers aren't super difficult to get out of. They've got some lips on them, so you can you can get away with hitting a longer iron if they get in there. But these guys are so long now, I doubt that's going to happen. So, Yeah, it's ridiculous how far they're hitting the ball now. I remember when I was younger, it was a big deal if a guy hit it 300 yards. No, that's oh. a problem if you're hitting it 300 yards. 300 are not even the top 30 in driving distance anymore. <laughs> no. Yeah, you got you got problems. Yeah, I would look for guys like <clears throat> if people were making their own picks other than what we pick. I would look for guys that are like good from long with long irons or good approach to the green, good short games because some of the long holes they miss, they're going to miss in probably funky spots where they're going to have to get up and down from nowhere. So could be good. Yeah, and it seems like there's no trees until there's one right where you don't want one to be. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Strategic. Like, the guys that design these courses know how you're going to end up, you know, statistically yeah, a percentage of the time, and they're going to put a tree right there. Yeah, when you think Donald Ross courses are, you know, some of them 100 years old, seven, I don't know, 60 years old, 50 years old, like, they still hold up. So there's something to be said about the old country clubs that we're seeing more and more of on tour. Some big ass trees after sixty hundred years. Yeah, and a lot of these clubs are taking them down. There's a Don Ross course here in Iowa that's they did a huge renovation, took out every single tree that had been planted like in the seventies and eighties. And there's, I mean, it looks so much different. There's just a few trees, and they're in spots where you can get totally messed from the tee. I mean. They left the ones that were the big, huge trees that were there originally, and it makes a huge difference. So it's good stuff. Yeah. I'm I'm looking at some of these courses, like the ones in Minnesota. It seems like the Midwest has some really beautiful golf courses. Yeah. It yeah, sucks we can, can only play them five minutes a year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or you don't have access to them because they're all private. Yeah, exactly. You gotta know a guy like you or Smitty. Get on there. Yeah. Speaking of Smitty, do you have his picks? I do have Smitty's picks. Otherwise, I have. Okay, you have them. Good. Then you can just give yep. us his too. Whatever so, order you want to do them. We can go through the top twenty Smitty's top twenties. We've got um, the Gala at plus two twenty-five. Love We've that. got Kisner at plus one seventy. Uh, his guy, Calentarum at plus 400. Scott Stallings at plus 240. Troy Merritt, who uh, got beat in a playoff here last year at plus 250. Oh, so I like that picks. one then. Yeah, and then my top 20 <clears throat> would be Morgan Hoffman at plus 1600. It's just a good Great story. Great story guys there. trying to get his card back. He's got MS moved to Costa Rica for a few years, went off the grid, came back this year. I think before the deer, he played in the deer, played really well. So I'm thinking the la the few starts he's gotten this year, he's played pretty well, like solid, either just outside the 20 or in the 20. So I like him this week, Chesson Hadley, who's right on the bubble for, you know, keeping his card, getting into those playoff events at plus 500 motivation factor. Uh, He's been playing pretty good the last three, four, five weeks. Um, 
Bill Haas at plus 1100. Uh, Fertelli at plus 400. Um, Pad Gazire at plus 500. And then I had an extra one that was <clears throat> uh, a guy I met this winter. Um, good friend of our buddy at Surf and Turf, Taylor Armand. Eric Flores at plus 2,500. The guy played in the pre-qualifier, got in the Monday qualifier, played in the Monday qualifier, and finished fourth, tie fourth. So um, that's kind of one of those stories I follow, like on Instagram. He's a super cool guy. Kind of been played a few mini tours. Uh, I think this he said this was his second start in a PJ Tour event. Um, so but he's pumped and he's been working and it's kind of cool. Like if you follow him on Instagram, it's, um, uh, at Eric flow, E R I K F L O. He's doing a lot of videos of the course and like some of the hospitality, like the range area. So you kind of get a little bit of an inside look at it from a guy that's just, you know, not an, like an actual PJ tour player. So it's kind of cool. So check oh. him out absolutely putting five bucks on him to win this thing once i yeah. find it i bet he's 100 to one uh it's 25 on uh 2500 to one on top 20 so i would guess i when i looked on tuesday i couldn't find him on uh draft yeah, kings but that's because he monday qualified so oh okay i found him on points bet at plus 2500 yeah, I might have to get over there. So I think I, uh, he maybe is on there now, but he wasn't on there on Tuesday when I checked. Oh, it At takes the Monday qualifier guys a minute to get yeah. into the system. And it may be that uh, DraftKings doesn't count the Monday qualifier guys. I don't. I hadn't quite figured that out yet. Or they're afraid to take our Eric Flores action. I think that's what yeah. it is. Yeah, and the PJ Tour kind of hypes the points bet site, so I'm guessing that's why he was already on there. Ah, they have the inside track. Yeah. Let's see. Smitty in his top 10, I think, had the Kiz, too. I've seen the Kiz popping yep. up a lot this week. Yeah, he's always plays just steady, you know? He's kind of like just that old steady guy that's seems to hang around the leaderboard, so... Um, I got Smitty's top tens here. We've got Cam Davis at plus 330. We've got Kisner at plus 330, who finished eighth here last year. That's so, nice. What are they doing giving us plus 330 on there? Are they out yeah. of their minds? For a top 10, I know. Um, Max Homa at plus 170. Keegan Bradley, who I don't, Smitty thought he was going to play good this week at plus 300. Chris Kirk at plus 350. And then his man, Callum Tarum, again at plus 900. So I like that. You, you got to ride that Taron heat. Yeah, you just got to ride him till he bucks you off, I guess. Exactly. And uh, my top tens, I had Kisner at plus 330. I had Streelman at plus 500. Patrick Rogers at plus 700. Doug Gim at plus 800, who's been playing pretty good the last two, three events. And Mark Hubbard at plus 500. So he's been playing well also. So kind of just yeah. ride these guys until they uh, burn us or they get a win. So 
Seems like a great number on Hubbard. I mean, shit, I hit the Hubbard bet and all my other top tens there are, are handled. Yeah. I start clicking one. these in the morning and it loading up the data. And then I look and I'm like, oh, I got 14. Oh, geez, times five. I better Make start sure you don't double here. pick a guy unless, you know, it's Cam Smith to win the British. <laughs> yep. That worked out well. That worked out well. Oh, what right. do we got left? Winners? You got any crazy winners? winners? So Smitty had uh, Young at plus 1,800. Then he went with. Keegan Bradley at plus 3,500. I guess he's thinking Keegan Bradley's going to do something crazy this week. Um, Evidently. He's all over him. Ma- yeah, Maverick McNeely at 2,500. He kind of tapered off last week, but I think Smitty was thinking maybe he's going to have a good, strong comeback this week. Um, and then he's got Kisner up 3,500. And Patrick Cantley, the tournament favorite, at plus 800. So it's if, hard to believe Patrick Cantley is the favorite this week, but yeah, it's kind of like, just a steady. He's got distance and he's a good iron player, good short game. So statistics would say he probably is the favorite. Yeah, he's been close to winning, but oh, yeah, not quite. It's close. I was reading like about fumbles it. His brother. Of, <laughs> I was, no stats. I was reading about oh. putting and how unpredictable it is. Is that oh, yeah. something that's just absolutely all over the place? It's hard for these guys. They're going to a different course every week, which so you're getting different surfaces. Yeah, it takes two or three days of playing to get used to it, and the green speeds change every round. So as they play, maybe you know they're ten and a half on Thursday, and then by Saturday they're eleven. If they keep letting them dry down, they just get faster and faster. So and the pins tend to get more difficult. So. It can be a challenge, you know, going week to week. This time of year, they're usually on similar surfaces for the grass, but usually, you know, like early in the year, they're going from bent grass to to uh, Bermuda grass to Poana to pass Palum. So, like early in the year, that's why you see a lot of guys that maybe just play California and Florida, or they just play Arizona and California, take off the Florida swing, or guys that don't like to go to Hawaii because. The grass is different, so it's one of those things like where we see even guys like Scotty Scheffler and Jordan Spieth, those guys always kill it on the Bermuda grass courses because that's what they grew up on. So it's just, you know, familiarity, but it's got to be hard to switch, you know, going to play different grasses every single week or different, you know, how they mow, how they take care of the courses, so. The sand traps are usually pretty similar because I think they all use the same kind of sand. But yeah, it's the yeah. it's the fairways and the greens that make the huge difference. Physics and geometry changing all the time. Yeah. They're moving the holes. The rain's coming down. Yeah, well, yeah. You're not going to get any real mineable data there. No. Well, shit. If you took Cantlay too, I'm gonna have to bet him. I looked at that yeah. plus eight hundred and said no thanks. And then I have flashbacks yeah. to being worried about Rory winning the British <laughs> at plus nine hundred, and everyone gave me junk for it. And the guy almost <laughs> yeah. won at plus nine hundred. He was like plus a hundred or negative money on Saturday. So, yeah. So I my winners I picked. It. Yeah, go ahead. You didn't realize. I didn't realize it till Sunday. I had no bets on Rory at all. Ah. Uh. We should have at least I must took not have liked any of them. I don't know how we didn't put him at least for a top 10. I mean, it had to have been negative money for us to not because 
The dude's like going to top 10 every week. So, yeah, for my winners, I had Will Zaltoros at plus 1,200. I had the Gala at plus 4,000. I feel like maybe he's going to get something done eventually. Um, Then I had Kisner also at plus 3,500. I had Max Homa at plus 1,400. And then I had Patrick Cantlay at plus 800. So we have two similar picks, which usually historically when we have – similar picks to when we get a winner so yep i think that's happened quite a few times yeah i think canadian, most of the winners yeah the canadian the u.s open john deere uh scottish open the british open so yeah we do pretty well when we have it's a lot of fun sundays you just picks. listed off yeah. there yeah. <laughs> a lot of bit yeah. a lot of nice fun money makers that's always it's always great because it hits at about four o'clock on Sunday. You're just relaxing on the couch and a bunch of crooked green numbers pop into the account. Oh, it's yeah. a beautiful thing. Yeah. I'm like shit, between should I even go to work tomorrow? Between Scottish, the John Deere, and the British, we're doing really well. Yep, the majors. That's where we really get them. Yeah. So we have like one next week's one last regular tour event, and then we go into playoffs. So the playoffs will be the first event, I think, is the top 125. Then the second event goes down to 70, and then the tour championship is the top 30. So the tour championship one's going to be really difficult because now they do like progressive. Like, so if you're in first place in the FedEx Cup, you start at like 10 under. The next guy starts at like 8 under. And then it goes down from there. So essentially so, just like give them under par to start based on where their ranking is. It sh- shouldn't it almost be the opposite, like NFL draft logic? Let's give the shitty guys a chance. It or should, are you but putting your number like you're going to give Scotty Scheffler yeah. minus 10 off the first? I think tee? they used they changed it just because when they didn't do that and you would have a guy like win the FedEx Cup tournament that or win the tournament and he had no chance of winning like the overall. So instead of re-racking the points like they used to do, where it was like, we're going to reset the points. They're just doing like the strokes and then to make it more, out the riffraff, you would say make it more interesting, but it, you know, it makes these guys like really fire at it. I think, I think it makes for a better tournament. Cause they get like way more aggressive. Like they're all going to get a huge check just because they made it to the top 30, but it's cool. Cause you know, Maybe you have some guy like in 10 that's starting five shots back, but he's a birdie machine. So he's just going to like climb his way in there. So it could be good. And he's, and he's playing with that killer mindset of like, we're going for it. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. So I like that. The BMW tournament, which is the, the one right before the finals is usually a really good tournament too. So I don't remember exactly where that that's like a rotating tournament. So I think I'd, I don't even know if it's out yet, so I probably shouldn't say, but I heard where it was going to be at next year from like people. a somewhat inside source that I just happened to meet that his son is the head pro at this course and it's in Colorado without saying what course they used to have a tournament there. The last tournament they had there, I believe was a 99. So most people could look that up. There's gotta be not many tournaments that were in Denver or 
south of Denver in the 90s, except for one. I didn't even know they had a PGA course out there. That's yeah, me. A, That's why I'm just the host It's a private guy. club. It's a private club. Very high end. You could probably look it up by who the members are. John Elway, Peyton Manning. So, Yeah, I'm not we'll getting people, in there. Yeah, we'll let people just search, search on Google. So, <laughs> He didn't All tell right. me if I wanted to play that I, he would call and get me on, but I was like, I, I, I don't know that I... I always wanted to play there, but... When I'm going on yeah. vacation with, you know, my family, my my dad and my stepson probably wouldn't have much fun playing a course that's, you know, course rating of 75 plus. Like, that's going to just yeah. be a nightmare day for them. I would love that's, it because I love a challenge. But, yeah, that just doesn't sound like – I'm sure they would enjoy the views and the playing the course. But, yeah, having fun oh, it's and losing be 50 balls is going to be tough. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's going to be an expensive day. Yeah. Well, shit, 20 minutes, got your picks, we're out the door. Thank you, Adam, and, and even you, Smitty. You worked very hard today, and we know that, and we appreciate that. It's not your fault. Thank you, people, for listening. We truly do appreciate it. Please consider giving us a five-star review on Apple, Spotify, whatever you're getting us on. They help a ton in the ratings because it's measurable interactions. The AI bots love that shit. Or you can tell somebody about the show and say, hey, we love this golf podcast. I found them winning some money sometimes, maybe every week or so. So it's pretty great. And then maybe they tell one person and then we're off and running. You can find Adam on Twitter at ACMillerPGA. You can find Smitty on Twitter at CSmith8 with an F. The show has accounts all over. We got a Facebook page, a TikTok page. Plus, money golf is fun for all ages. All right, best of luck with your bets this weekend. We'll see you right back here next week for more Plus Money opportunities, regardless of what the universe throws at us. Adam, say something cool that golfers say. I guess you'll just have to keep beating yourself. Thanks for listening to Plus Money Golf. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. In the meantime, keep up with the show on Facebook and Instagram at Plus Money Golf and on Twitter at PSR Golf. Until next time.